Whoa, Mondo Cool. That's right, boys. Mondo Cool. And ladies and gentlemen, you know what the fuck going on right now. It's the motherfucking Mondo Cool podcast. Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Cool, cool, cool. We in this bitch live on Thursday on Twitch TV backslash Mondo Cool. It's the boys. It's me, Mark. Join on the left by my boy. By Enrique. And to my right over here. It's me again. It's Mr. Mark. Lane. Rack, rack, rack. Oh, yeah. That's my Wu-Tang impression. Is it oh, Wu-Tang? Yeah. That's my Inspector Deck. Yeah, everybody right or just Inspector Deck? Just, just Inspector Deck. It's a deep <laughs> cut. You know what I'm saying? I hope everyone appreciated that right there. That shit is rare. Um, but yeah, it's time for another fucking episode. We're back after a My Fault <laughs> week hiatus. Uh, we're now doing this shit once again. Hey, yeah, Mark's officially a baby. I'm a baby, man. I'm just a, <laughs> I'm just a fucking baby. Last week, I was like, where, where in my crib? Yeah. Yeah. Can't do an episode. Yeah. Fucking tired. And then the Ethernet's broke. It just, you know, I had excuses upon excuses. But we back. Uh, your accent became Boston. It's, it's excuses. It's <laughs> fucking, you know what it is. It's Wicked Mondo Cool Kid. Let's go. Um, but yeah, there's a lot has happened between last week and this week, so let's get into this kind of jam-packed episode, starting off with our Hot or Not Tracks of the Week, uh, starting off with Kanye, who has been, if you haven't heard somehow, he's uh, been dominating the news cycle for all the wrong reasons, uh, starting with this new track he put out with uh, T.I. as The People, Ye versus The People. So yeah, uh, it started off, we saw the tweets from Kanye uh, with the fucking MAGA hat and all the Trump dumb shit that came out. And, you know, we, we kind of in our last episode talked about how we thought it was like a ploy, like it was like a setup to things and that mm-hmm. this was going to have some sort of <laughs> reveal. Yeah. And it ended up leading to this, which I, again, don't think is gonna be on the album i think it's just all hype building or whatever it does come off as like kind of underproduced yeah like i'm just kind of like this definitely just seems like a him and ti were talking and they wanted to like well, that's what that's what it that's what it seemed like if you watch like the kanye west.com video yeah and yeah do you watch it yeah yeah so yeah like, it, does, it literally is just they're just like oh let's release it just talking right that's, a, that's gonna be a hot track exactly and they put it out and it's you know it's okay you it know? is it's, it's like, just it's not great <laughs> It kind of shows what, like, the all of the Kanye problems is coming from. It's just kind of this, like, dumb, stubborn ignorance. Because even on this song, like, T.I. is just, like, bringing up a lot of good points. And, like, Kanye doesn't have any, like, clever or, like, smart rebuttal to them. He just kind of brings up something else or just, like, doesn't really address what hey T.I. Guys, said. guys, love. <laughs> yeah, but I put the MAGA cat, I put it on, it's cool. It's and, like, and, and, like, T.I. will be like... Well, like, you're just supporting, like, a guy who supports a lot of, like, white supremacist ideas. And then Kanye's like, but you're not even, like, listen to me, T.I. And you're like, Ooh. Just looking at the news headlines. Yeah, I'm like, Kanye, like, you didn't solve, like, anything with no. this. Which is, like, very frustrating and stupid. But, also, um, Ray, uh, Kanye admitted that Rick and Morty is his favorite show. And he's watched every episode five times. Did he really say yeah, that? Yeah, he put that on Twitter recently. No fucking way. Got, when it got ready for so many episodes, he said, this is my favorite show. I've watched every episode five times. <laughs> <laughs> Unfucking real. This has been the year that all rappers just admit they love Rick and Morty. Yeah, I mean all questionable rappers. <laughs> like Rick yeah, like lo- the list is not great. It's, it's Logic, Logic, Big, Big Sean, Sean, and Kanye, Kanye West. Have all. Oh, we got YB and Namir. He's chilling oh, yeah, so you're far. Right, you're right. So I don't. You know, 
<laughs> Doobie could be making a point. This is the reverse. This is America. It really could be seen as that, honestly. I mean, and you thinking have, about that. Uh, let's move right into this, this is America, which is probably both the track and music video that everyone and their sister is talking about. Yeah, my, my mom hit me up to say that they were talking about this on the View. Oh, like okay, this of is no, but no, this is a huge video everywhere. No, it, it hit. What is it at? Probably like seventy million views. I think. Yeah, we're we're like, up there. It's pretty oh, high up. I don't think I can see it from this angle. Yeah, go down a little bit. Oh fuck, you gotta go down like yeah. Oh haha. Right there. Yeah, seventy yeah, million. Yeah, seventy million. Which is crazy, especially Holy within the last four days. I think this song has been out. So. Yeah. So it's it's one hundred percent. I feel like everybody. <laughs> I feel like everybody has seen this video and heard this song at this point. It's yeah. like it's a huge song. I haven't heard it on the radio, but it's yeah, it's, it's gonna point. happen soon probably. It's gotta. There's yeah, no it's huge. It's like a it's it's making waves. And um, if you haven't heard it, or if you're living on a rock, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here it is. Should we just let it rock, or like, like the whole video? I'm gonna like take it out. So take what out? I'm gonna take out like audio in the SoundCloud version. Oh, for why? Copyright. So. Oh, I mean, do, do we get in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I didn't know that. I gotta. I gotta stop doing that. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, we could just let it rock for people who haven't seen it. Nah, it's fine. People just the sample. It. I think people have seen it. I, I, so yeah, this is America. Uh, Gambino dropped this right after he uh, was on SNL and uh, you know premiered the song. And man, everyone's been talking about this album. I mean, this song for good reason because there is just a lot to unpack off of so many things. Yeah, Doobie Kooby um, bringing up a good point. That way, the weird way that's actually been kind of memed on uh, that he aims the gun is actually like a pose from a Jim Crow, uh, you know, like minstrel character figure. Um, and there's just that's just like the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's so many. I feel things. like some things have been a little bit of a reach that I've seen. Yeah, some. Of, oh yeah, I mean, I've seen Uncle Ruckus references. Yeah, I saw the Uncle Ruckus thing with his um, eye, and I was like, this is a joke. Yeah, there's no like, way he did that. No, that's not what he was thinking. But even this moment here, like you pay attention to the dancing here, and you're like, oh, look at Gambino's dance moves, real cool, real great. But like, yeah. there's just so much going on in the background that like. It took me, I think, two or three views before I saw this man that jumps. And, you know, I kind of realized that that's basically the premise of the album. I mean, of the song. I keep doing that. In in general, where it's just kind of this... Dude fell. No, he he jumped. (laughs) He jumped. He went. He jumped. Um, But, yeah, it's this kind of, like, premise of, like, focusing... It's kind of a critique on the Americans who take aspects of, you know, rap culture and they enjoy the dances, they enjoy dabbing and all these different things that you get from hip-hop, but they don't actually pay attention to, you know, the political aspects and the societal issues that are going on with the community and with the people who are making that music. And so it's kind of this critique of all these things of where these these black people are just kind of put on for show and put in and, you know, sold as a commodity and their humanity is not really being paid attention to. I've seen like other things, other ways that's been interpreted. While like like as Donald Glover's characters, like um, kind of like mainstream media, and mm-hmm. then like every like the other people are like student, like black students and kids mm-hmm. that are like paying attention to him, yeah, as opposed to like the things around them, Damn. which is like another interpretation. There's just like so much to this video. So I, feel like... I, I think it's intentionally abstract. Yeah. And like definitely there's no like conclusive like what they meant. Right. For a lot of these things. It could have just been like it was cool. 
but <laughs> there's clear, like some of the stuff for for sure like is obvious what they're referencing to right. like the chorus getting shot yeah they and, have a reference to the Charleston suit yeah yeah for sure and then like a bunch of uh, just like even musically let's talk about musically outside of the music video even mm-hmm. though it's like kind of hard I think like the the music this is like obviously the best song he's made right probably like yeah, Redbone and stuff is cool but like this is definitely like wow this is an actual identity to him mm-hmm. as opposed to beforehand which I always felt like he was trying to do something else right which I've never heard a song like this no so <laughs> so like him this really felt like him paving his own route into like making a song that I would be like this sounds like a Childish Gambino song right which I don't think has really existed for me until now yeah because beforehand it was either like it sounds like Kanye West for camp or sounds like Frank Ocean and like four other people for because of the internet mm-hmm. or Funkadelic and Parliament last album. Yeah. And it's like, but then that, that was a little bit more of a mix, but the like Redbone and stuff is just like a Funkadelic song. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, wow, he actually did something. Whoa, stop that. Oops, oops. Uh, I'm like, it's really exciting to see him take like, kind of like the, the, the musical ideas of like his previous album with like a, kind of like a, a fun little, I don't know, it's like the like, acoustic little ballad, like, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's just, this is into, like, a trap banger. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the idea of it kind it's of, like... It's very kind of... It's kind of, like, sort of, like, African tribal music at the beginning with, like, a like a newer way or, like, Caribbean yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, somewhere be, it was like somewhere between, like, Caribbean music yeah. or, like... Yeah, definitely, like, African music. Um, and then, like, that transition, that hard transition to, like, the dark trap music about the idea of like this is america and it conveys so many like just like sonically like the idea of this song like you really kind of get his point right without him really saying anything other than this is america and just like minor references to things around him right but like it's like it's it's like so duly like it references like like rap things that like you would hear in rap songs right but it's just such under such an interesting different like light that like it just says a lot right so, yeah, because I mean, a lot of the song is just like, uh, you know, guns in my area, guns in my it just like buzzwords. I got the strap, and um, you yeah, know, it's like a literal rap. Uh, other people's ad libs. Yeah, uh, we get it's like words, a rap buzzword salad. Yeah, that's just really organized into this really cool and interesting way. That's I mean, it's really genius and smart. Yeah, by packaging it in like I don't know, people are. People are like complaining about lyricism in this video and stuff, and they're like, "This like you guys, idiots." Yeah, I'm like, like "Yeah, it went over your head." Do you, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> you like, missed it. Like, yeah, it, 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 the simplicity of it is him taking it's kind of the point. It's take yeah, it's taking the idea of like all these songs that are like function at that level, and then he was able to convey. It's like genius. Yeah, being able to convey as much as he does through not saying anything explicit really at all, other exactly. than just like. A rap word salad of just like popular terms. Doobie Kooby bringing up a really good point here, saying that like that intro is very definitely African, primarily from Western Africa, which is, of course is the area where the slave trade was very concentrated. So. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, definitely. I so mean, yeah, stuff like that continues. I mean, you have like the biblical. So death I guess you on could have the idea like sonically that is just like it transferring from like Africa yeah. to to America, where it's just like this is like a happy place, and then transferring to, <laughs> yeah to like, so just, like, like oh, this no. is America. Like now yeah, we've gone from the West Africa yeah. onto the boat onto America yeah. where we're at now. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Um, but yeah, we have things like, we have all this symbolism, like the biblical death on the white mm-hmm. horse, you know, apocalypse uh, references with the police right behind. There's just like so much going on in this video. It's, it's incredible. I'm so excited for Gambino. I'm really glad that he's just come out here 
really showing his genius. It's been a long time coming because I feel like being a Gambino fan, you just like see this talent within him and you realize that he's so talented. But on, I mean, acting, he's crushed it. Uh, comedy, he's crushed it. But music, I felt like there was always this like, oh, we're so close, Gambino. Like, we're no, so I, close. I wasn't close initially. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because Grant was, was like, It was rough. really rough. <laughs> Grant was rough. I had friends listening to like Freaks and Geeks and stuff. And mm-hmm. that song, and I listened to it, and I was like, "This is bad." Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's this just, is it's, so lame. Hearing like, it in retrospect to like, I don't even to like where he's at now, it just sounds like cringy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cringy. I was like, uh, "9/11, this track," and I'm like, "Yeah." Like it's always so like wanna be like, like little Wayne like isms. Oh, there's stuff. so many of them. Asian it, girls everywhere. Yeah, yeah, UCLA. Yeah, it's just like uh, yeah, it's just like he was obsessed. It, it seemed like he was always. Like trying to be like another rapper posing as another rapper, right? So I feel like this is finally he has his like own identity, and it's like wow, we finally did it, Gambino. Yeah, so I hope <laughs> we can keep it up. Um, I hope uh, this has really propelled them to like more mainstream Huge consciousness levels. than before. I mean, he's like more the so most than, popular he's ever been. More so than Atlanta, I think. Yeah, this video is huge. Like so I'm seeing uh, like debates and everything about him have like gotten bigger. Like even like. Uh, I've seen so much on Facebook about like the black people and like what they think like these like these like thought articles mm-hmm. of just like black people arguing with one another about him yeah and like some people hate him it's crazy there's <laughs> it's a like, lot of hate for Gambino some people hate him especially like they post his like white wife yeah and then literally the fucking everything goes off <laughs> and it's just a like sh- this, fucking yeah it's just like a shit storm of comments of me just being like whoo <laughs> like mm-hmm. and then like some people just like hate him they're like he's just like he's just like like they're calling him like he's just like posing and he's not real and he's just like he seems like a guy who just hang- well there's like the criticism he just hangs out with white people right and then pretends to be black and stuff and he just seems really fake and just mad at like <laughs> this i read this whole this this lady read wrote an article thinking saying that he was like mad at the black community <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> and that like he just was like a nerd and he's getting back at them or something what? and i was like yeah i was watching this uh, i was reading the article and i was just like whew and there's a bunch of comments of people being like, yeah, I felt that too. And then, like, some other people, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. And I'm like, boy, this is really interesting. It seems like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I obviously don't have an opinion because <laughs> I'm not involved in that. But, like, I was just reading it out of curiosity. And it You're seems like, like boy, crazy. this is, like, definitely him being propelled to this level has created a very interesting <laughs> discourse. Uh, di- yeah, discourse. I've said, like, it's wild, too, because, like, I don't know. I feel like you can make the same accusations to Drake, but everyone just kind of like got over yeah, it. Yeah, everyone just moved past. So that I, I feel quick. like that might happen with him, in which like I think it that could it, happen with Jordan Peele too. To be honest, yeah, for sure. So yeah, the, no one tell anyone that Jordan Peele's wife is Chelsea, Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> Nobody say anything. Yeah, but no one's gonna look. He's not high profile. Enough I know. In that's the what thing. They're just like, yeah, but he could get to that point. It's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, if he can storm this, I think he's gonna get a lot of, you know, just like people debating over like every single aspect of his life at this point, yeah. and to like exhaustion. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, I said, I said some other stuff calling this like torture porn mm. of like black torture porn and whatnot, and like I like I can get that too. Like that's like a viable, I guess. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, it's like him creating it, so I don't know whether you can like. I don't know, it's criticize him for it. Argument, yeah. So like, I don't know. Either way, like I do think like this, like the for, there's a reason why this video and song are hit, hitting like a uh, nerve. Oh yeah. And they're getting it's getting big. It's because it's like relevant and it's good. Good. Yeah. It's relevant and good. It's relevant and it's good. It's trendy. It's good and it says something, which is like a, a triple threat. And 
I don't know if he can e- ever recreate this. this I is, know. I don't know what he's going to do from here. You can't, like, toss this. This is such this a is, high bar to set. This hits a huge nerve, and I feel like everybody's, like, watching him now. Yeah. So. so we'll see. He's got a lot of pressure with this upcoming album. That's for damn sure. Uh, Katie did bring up a good point with the another cool line being that this is a celly. This, that is a tool part with... And it shows like the kids uh, recording stuff in the balcony, which has been uh, pretty synonymous with police brutality mm-hmm, and racial sure. injustices at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall, an incredible song. Why are they wearing ga- masks? Is it, like, is um, it just because of the fumes I think and of stuff? The smoke, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's about it. But yeah, I feel like this is the most talked about song for probably Easily. the next month. <laughs> for It's going yeah. to be for the next month. And we can only see what the follow-up will be to that. But Cambino's certainly on a hot streak right now. And I'm cool and pretty happy about it. Um, but next up, we got other people who are very experimental, very wild, very crazy. You love them, you hate them. Death Grips out here with their newest single, Streaky, uh, for their upcoming project, Year of the Snitch. Uh, so yeah, it's another Death Grips song. I mean, I don't know. It's wild to even call it a formula just because their music is so crazy. Yeah. But they're just, for me, they've been so consistent for the last, you know, what, three or four albums. Yeah. In terms of just making this wild, you know, experimental electronic hip hop sound. Yeah. That I just, every time, I'm like, this is pretty good. I'm excited to see what Year of the Snitch is going to be like. But mm-hmm. so far, I'm like, yep, this is a good one. <laughs> another. Is that how you song. felt? Even with like... Because there's some songs. What was it for? What was uh, the last the, one? Uh, that song where yeah. it's just like that over and over again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that song caught like more attention. It was not just like doing. It seemed like whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, even for yeah. Death Grips, like this is something different. And I think that's where my criticism of this song. It's not bad, but it definitely doesn't get like you like. Nuts. What is this? Yeah. Like it, it's the, not like me wondering what kind of like. I don't know, this, like, new realm of music, which kind of, like, Death Grips always kind of sounded like. That's true. I mean, I think what's going to end up happening is that it's more so just, like, interesting that this was the single. Well, I don't know. It makes sense that it's the single because it's probably going to be one of the more melodic songs on an otherwise crazy Yeah, but they never make sense in the same time, That's true. So it's like, I don't never expect them to be they're that not, calculated they're not, they're in not terms of playing what they put safe. out. Like, yeah. they're, not, they're not in it for the money. That's yeah. true. So I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get other crazy shit. Because, like, what's the last one? What's the name of the last album with the fucking balloons? Bottomless Pit? Yeah. Because, like, that one, the fucking start to that album, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, like, some songs on there that are pretty melodic and, like, pretty easy to listen to as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I don't necessarily hear Yeah, Bottomless Pit was the name of the song, too. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that there's going to not be the crazy you know, very experimental er, experimental death grips on this album. But I was just like, yeah, cool. I'll take the classic melodic style of death grips also. Melodic is used loosely. Yeah. Is that, I'm also saying that it's melodic compared to like music as this a whole. This sounds similar but... to like I'm in your area type stuff. Yeah. Like from like Money Store mm-hmm. more so than anything else. Yeah. Than ex-military or um, what is it? Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's no, one. Uh, it's no hothead that plays oh, in Atlanta. No, no, it's just no. <laughs> screaming and no, lots of drums. No, no, yeah. For sure for sure Bombless Pit was an interesting detour. It was more like prog rocky. Yeah, yeah. Like and distorted type music as opposed to kind of like Yeah, because you have three like, bedrooms. Yeah, because X Military is very rappy. Yeah. It's like very like and they seem to kind of like gone further and further away. And this seems like more of an electronic 
which is kind of like the the government plates too. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like late money store government plates. Government plates. Yeah. For sure. So we'll see what they do next. You never can predict what's up in what Death Grips has up their sleeve. But uh, perhaps more predictable? <laughs> Playboy Cardi coming through with his newest song featuring Travis Scott called Love Hurts. So here's the deal with this song. I am so fucking frustrated because it's not like I have a huge problem with this song. I don't hate this song, mm-hmm. but it's literally the simplest of fix that I think would have taken me feeling pretty meh about this song and turning it into a, this is fucking a banger. I'm going to play this at every function I go to. Mm-hmm. And it's literally where were the 808s? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck made this beat and was like, let me not put in some bass. Like I, it's just like so frustrating. Cause this song just sounds like an intro the whole time. And it's like, I don't know, I'm literally getting the, like, where's the drop, like, blue balls that people talk about, where I'm just, like, literally putting the boom, 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 like, 808 in the background. Like, Mm -hmm. someone just put that there, and it would have made this beat infinitely more exciting, but it's just, like, so frustrating that there's just not a layer of 808 drums over this, and it just makes this beat go from what could be really upbeat and exciting to just kind of boring the whole way through, Mm -hmm. and Playboy Cardi is someone who... I mean, to be honest, kind of needs a beat because he doesn't have much there lyrically. Mm-hmm. It's all just flow and cadence. So it's like, come on. Because, like, Travis Scott sounds okay, but it's still that the beat is just not enough to, like, get you excited. For sure. That is just I like, agree. oh, it was such a simple fix. Like, just, a, <laughs> daddy needs 808s. You're right, Doobie Kooby. That's all I needed, and I would have liked the song significantly more. So it's so frustrating. But... It's alright, I guess. We'll see. Travis <laughs> is good on... He sounds... Travis can work on this type of beat, right. but it's definitely a way to... Because Travis uh, has more range. In yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. He's way more stripped back. Uh, beat doesn't really work well for Playboy Cardi. Yeah. So it's just like a first dull, like, two minutes until he comes in. <laughs> yeah. So it makes his way less listenable. I, I, I think... I don't know. 808s would have helped. I can't... Uh, I for sure wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely felt like perhaps the beat need other stuff too a little bit it just needed a, just like a little bit more in general it just needed like a little more and it could have been a really good hit so this but... seems like way too um like underdeveloped in general i think and it sucks i wanted more but speaking of more uh travis scott on the other hand has given us our first single for the upcoming Astro World project that's what been two years since that's been announced i don't remember because he announced it before birds in the trap Sing McKnight even came out. <laughs> so it's it's been a long time coming. But we got the first single, it's here, featuring Lil Uzi Vert and Kanye West. It seemed like he had like a very um specific event that we didn't have ready right. to. That we didn't know about. Yeah, it seemed like he didn't really feel like explaining what his reasoning. It just seemed like out of nowhere. It's really random. Cause like I mean, here's the thing. I, I listened to his that verse the first time and I was like meh but then I listened to it the second time and actually like there was more I liked about it but I just realized I don't like that end part No, like bad. once we get to the bartender part I'm like bad no bad. because there's a part where it starts hyping up a bit <laughs> yeah. and it's, well, it's, uh, it's like you want know, the pain that I feel and yeah. you're like, Ooh, and and like, like oh here we go here we go and then it kind of just like dies at the end yeah <laughs> But don't trust the bartender good. that don't drink, bitch. I'm like, that's not a I'm good I'm like, what ending. the fuck does that mean? What, where that? <laughs> like, that's the, not a good ending to this track. No. Travis, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't help you out. <laughs> you kind of ruined your song. Um, 
But I don't know. Overall, I thought it was a really good song. I like the beat a lot. Um, I, re- I really like Lil Uzi Vert's flow. I don't know if it's just because like I understood everything he said mm-hmm. and there was like some good bars there. But I was like, wow. Bravo, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a step up in I front of Kanye. Good, I think it's a pretty good it's song. It's just a really good song. Uh, I think Kanye is like parts good and parts bad. Yeah. I guess a mixed bag as he's been lately. Right. Um, <laughs> where like there's like some lines that are pretty great that he does uses. <laughs> And then there's just some really, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I, there's some bizarre ones like the I I can tell the mind behind Seinfeld. Like what the fuck does that? What 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 does that mean? <laughs> like or, yeah, he says like I could tell Larry was the mind behind. behind like, I could tell Larry was the mind. Like, like, like what okay. does that what does that mean? <laughs> what do we do with that, Kanye? Yeah, it's like it seems it's just so random. It seems just unfocused. I feel like if it were focused, he would like distort his verse. Yeah, because parts of it are really cool, but yeah, as a whole as a whole, you know. I guess it's a mixed bag. I don't think it's bad, but I think there there are definitely lines that I like. I, I like, right? And he sounds good over it. But yeah, it's just it is a mixed bag. Of it's a, a verse. mixed bag of a verse. <laughs> it definitely whimpers out at the end, which yeah. is like important. A good ending is like the most important thing, right? Especially with verse rap verses, so you have a good impression at the end of a song too. So yeah, it does seem yeah. You definitely wish it was a little better. Yeah. But. Overall, I'm definitely excited for Astro World if that's you know the snippet we're getting. From yeah, Travis I hope Scott. Sonically is more like this because I wasn't huge on Birds in the yeah, Trap. Yeah, Birds in the Trap didn't really sway me, and I really liked um, the first one uh, before Rodeo. Rodeo? Or was it just Rodeo? I think it's just called Rodeo. I like Rodeo. Yeah, I like Rodeo a lot. So I hope it's better in terms of Sonic. Before Rodeo, Rodeo is pretty good too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome to the Road or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one's really good too. <laughs> After Rodeo. After Rodeo. Um, but yeah. So, uh, everyone, remember a little while ago when we talked about how Young Thug said he wasn't going to release any music because of his uh, deaf brother or something like that? He uh, lied. He lied. He put out an EP like a week or two ago, a four-track EP, and then uh, this new track. So we're getting quite a bit of music from Young Thug these days. Also, he's featured on that Gambino song. So uh, I don't know what that was about. But anyway, this is a new song from him called Ooh with good old London on the track. Fuck this song. <laughs> Fuck this song. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Fuck, talk, talk, talk shit, Enrique. Fuck your this shit. song. It's, it's okay. It's... It, like, it, like, the first minute is cool, and then, well, I don't know, because I listened to Shrem, like, three thinking we're going <laughs> to review this, but this actually kind of reminded me of, like, most the of this, the Sway Lee side. But, like, Young Thug is still more interesting than Sway Lee, just by himself. Mm-hmm. So, this song does get... Uh, there's a song with both of them on Trim Life 3 that's actually, like, when Young Thug comes in, I'm like, oh, thank God. But, <laughs> um... For this, it's just, like, this, uh, a lot of the Swaycation songs, I felt like, at the first minute, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And then there's just nothing. It's just kind of... And then, like, I feel like if this song was two minutes, I've been like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, like, around the three-minute mark, I was like, fuck. I'm like, we are still going. Yeah, it's like, let's end this song, please. It is outrageous. Yeah, that was my biggest complaint with this. Because this was, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of things, you know, I expect from Young Thug and kind of, I like it. Yeah. But it's, when you get to, like, three minutes or so, it's just like, all right. We're yeah. still, yeah. still it, doing it, it this. It kills this track. <laughs> they literally destroy Like, it's like almost like I don't want to go back to yeah, it because it's too, too long. Yeah, because it's too long. 
Yeah. And I think and that's there's not it's not it, well it's not it's too long and there it doesn't do enough to like do Change anything or else just at all. So yeah, either make it shorter or add a bridge or something else <laughs> or switch it up. I mean, Young Thug does this all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. All of his best songs do like sw- they they fucking have like these twists and turns that you don't expect because he's just such a wild card. Right. Which makes listening to him so much fun. So it just seems like this one he's just like I don't know asleep. Like yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Is this just a Lucy so, or what? Yeah, because but... it sounds good. Like the like the, the he sounds good. It just feels like there's just again just underdeveloped like the the, the previous two songs ago. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it just feels like there's just not enough and to, to justify a four and a half minute track from him. It's outrageous. So yeah, it's, it comes off as so self indulgent and like annoying to me. <laughs> so like, fuck this song. It's ridiculous. It seemed like it could have been good, but it just didn't like I don't know come together. Didn't quite get there. Um, but moving right along, we got a uh, Joji, the the hot artist out of Eighty Eight Rising, really doing pretty well out of himself. This upcoming track has about two million in like a day. So uh, he's doing pretty good these days. His newest single here, yeah, right. I don't know. I guess as well just talk over this. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether I like this song as much without the video. I'm, I was pretty okay with it. Where, um, you know, I think this is like an interesting style that he's kind of carved himself into, where it's like the lo-fi beats and then singing over it. Um, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was more. You know, solidifying that style, that sound that he's kind of walking into, and I thought it was pretty good. Thought it's catchy, pretty yeah. chill, vibey. Um, I think like yeah. the vibiness very much. I think complements the video really well, yeah. and I think it just makes it enjoying listening because I'm watching. I don't know. I feel like both of them work so well together that like I end up liking this song more. So if I think if I listened to this by itself, I think I would have been kind of like maybe like a little further down. I would have been like, I don't know about it. this song's like okay. Like, yeah. Like, it seems like, again, to me, a lot of Joji's songs, for me, have just been, like, I like a lot of the elements here, but there's just, like, there needs to be something else for me to get, That's like, fair. really... It just seems... It's so vibey and moody, and it's fine for that, but, like, I just... I, I want, like, some... Something, like, I don't know, just something else to really, like, yeah. like, 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 oomph for it. I feel like he almost just needs, like, a duo. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like that effect where he had that song with... Uh, well, a bunch of other people, but mainly yeah. there's that part that's just him and Trippy Red. Oh yeah, that and part. I feel that like part, that's because he has amazing. someone else to really balance with him, it yeah. like, makes it sound a lot better. So he either has I, to I, find I someone or I'm find not saying this is bad either, but I see potential that's not realized. Yeah. I think, and I'm just like, I really wish that he would like, I don't know, have that element of another person, perhaps with more energy, like a Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. I think they would be a great collaboration. I think they fit really well with each other yeah. because. He's kind of like mellowed out, and Trippy Red just like fucking More just like at high and yeah, and he'll have like all these kind of like wacky, like voices and stuff that he does and flows. But yeah, it, it seems like this is a great moody track and like vibey okay. track and whatnot. Uh, I just wish that there's yeah, I think there was just, if there's more oomph to it, I think I would go back. Yeah, and I think the video and stuff helped this a lot. <laughs> but hey, speaking of oomph. Man with certainly a lot of uh, an Enrique choice here, it's not, ladies it's and gentlemen. Not a choice. It's not the it's Enrique find. An Enrique find, ladies and gentlemen. So like I read, uh, was it? I subscribe to uh, what is it? Is this World, World Star, Star Hip Hop? Yeah. Yeah. World Star Hip Hop, and I check out a couple videos to see which one if I want to throw one in. Mm-hmm. And this one caught my eye as something uh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
<laughs> the fuck is this man? Is this Stitch's views, brother? How, how many views does this have? Okay, Forty-one thousand. Yeah, really crushing it. It's hot. It's Rocky of, Luciano. So this is off his hot new mixtape, Summertime. Oh my god, you even know what it's off of? I, I literally just read it. Oh god. Uh, off his debut album. Yeah, oh, there, okay. yeah, I just read that. Yeah, this is from Rocky Luciano. He's coming up, and if you hearing him, he sounds annoying. He sound no no. He sounds <laughs> like um. Did hmm. D&D become a gun-toting? DMX become a gun-toting white boy? Yeah, it does feel like, yeah, it does sound DMX. Or like, it's like a wrestler. I mean, literally a rapper. Stitches. He literally yeah. reminds me yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. of Stitches. For sure. And I just think it's hilarious. Because, like, literally all the comments on here are just like, it was just like Takashi 69 but white. <laughs> Unreal. And I think it's funny just to see, like, he sounds like Alex Jones, lol, Stitches. <laughs> Stitches Twitter. Homie, go ahead and clear your throat before you get in the booth next time. And I, yeah, I feel like I found Stitches, John Cena's nephew. This is the worst rap I ever heard. The same Stitches is Staples. Stitches, come on, get your side. This is a big snide with bronchitis. Jesus Christ! When the, the cookie, cookie monster, monster doesn't, doesn't have any more, more cookies. cookies. Jesus Christ! And it's hilarious. He's like, it's like this is such a funny bad song that like came off the trend of Takashi Six Nines. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know when the prominence of this. Goes yeah. Wrong. Yeah, this is when cloud chasing goes wrong. It's just like, and it's super funny to see it. It's also like two minutes, but it sounds like forever. It took me for. It was hard the first time I listened to this. I was like, oh man, this. There's so too how do you much feel about it? Uh, I think it's fucking awful. Uh, I yeah, hate, but how bad? Like why? Um. Well, first of all, I hate his voice, okay. and I hate the fact that he's exactly like Stitches, who also isn't good. Um. Mm-hmm. There's just so many things about, and it's just, just say, just quick, rapid fire. Yeah, rapid fire, Takashi Six Nine style in the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this. It almost scene. comes off as like a Takashi Six Nine parody. Yeah, is like what I kind of felt like. It was just like so exaggerated and ridiculous that like I kind of enjoyed it in that sense. Oh, uh, what, what's the part? <laughs> I don't I don't want to take the time to find it, but there's a part where he's like, I got like a chopper on my forehead, so I can't quit. And I was like, man, you're gonna have to get that tattoo erased because this is not gonna work out for you. You're not gonna get very far. So you're you not just, gonna make you just felt bad for, for this. Yeah, I was just like, damn. So wow, this is the you one. had that much empathy. Yeah, that you're like, I feel bad for you because it's like this. a thing now, especially in the world of if you want to be a rapper, get a face tat. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like. Lil Skies had that, he said the same thing, where he's like, I have face tattoos, so, like, I have to, like, succeed. But, like, Lil Skies sounds pretty good. Like, he'll mm-hmm. be all right. But this guy, mm-mm. I'm like, that tattoo is just, like, not a good look now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, time will tell. Whether, we'll see. Time will tell whether he'll be remembered. We'll see if he oh, makes so the hot or not everybody. Boop, 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 Enrique's corner. Oh, shit. What you got? Hey, let's pull up 50 Cent's Twitter. Oh, Fuck. Wow, you're going in right now. All right, 50 so, Cent's so, Twitter. So 50 Cent has had a really weird Twitter recently. I bet. And uh, you bet. He's pretty wild on social media, always. Okay, I didn't know if he was this weird all the time, but go down. It's just like, okay, he, he's... so this right here? So, no, no, no. So right now, uh, go down, he'll say that right now he's practicing abstinence. <laughs> So okay. let's go down, let down, 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 down. Okay, here it is. I have to leave IG. I'm practicing abstinence. I'm rich. I refuse to have a masturbate. Gun, so gonna work out more. <laughs> <laughs> 
Problem is my legs hurts. I did legs today. I'm gonna run off and write a song today after I work out so I don't jerk off. Look at the bright side. I could say say slavery was a choice. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think I like Twitter better than IG. I'm so amazing. I'm the best ever. No one's better than me. <laughs> Excuse my last tweet. I have to say positive things about myself every 10 tweets. Oh my god. This and then, Kanye diss is and, incredible. And then he just, he just pictures of his dad. Of his not dad. His son. His, his son at a game. He's my favorite person in the world. And then... And then just some just like goofy video, okay. and then good morning. I'm up feeling good. And what was I going to bed tonight? What is that one? Because I don't want you guys to call me fat, and I don't want to get lipo. <laughs> God damn it! More Kanye disses. So yeah, it, it seems like Fifty Cent's being particularly goofy and weird mm-hmm. <laughs> on Twitter. And I just thought it's something that needs to be noted because it's pretty funny. Well, I mean, nah, this is pretty. On the other side of the spectrum, this is pretty classic 50 Cent. Um, 50 Cent roasts pretty much every other rapper that's not him. Yeah. And it seems pretty clear that he's going to try, that he's trying to do the Kanye West Twitter rant thing. And it's pretty funny. And classic 50 Cent. But shout outs to him for pretty. I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, for, for doing a pretty great roast of it. Um, so shout outs to him. I really hope he's practicing abstinence. <laughs> Who does he follow? We'll go up. This is following two people. I want to know who they are. Following Kanye. Young Jeezy. Courting Temp, uh, the creator Eminem. of Power, and Eminem. Wow. <laughs> I love when like people have like their, their, their power choices of like, well, I have like 10 or under people I follow. So mm-hmm. like these people are the people that are actually important to me. So yeah, I guess this goes into Kanye West just saying 400 years of slavery was a choice. <laughs> yeah, just really, I mean, and this is it, ladies and gentlemen. Kanye West... Uh, earlier did something that makes literally no sense to anyone, which is he walked into the headquarters of TMZ. I don't know why fucking Kanye West, of all people, who has an ongoing bad, you know, relationship with TMZ, hates them with a passion. So I don't know. But I mean, I guess that's part of his whole I want to love everybody philosophy. But anyway, he decided to go into TMZ and just fucking took his career and shot it in the face. Um, by coming through and saying some pretty dumb things, uh, primarily saying when you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. Ah, yes, Kanye. Uh, you were there for 400 years, and it's all of y'all. It's like we were mentally imprisoned. Uh, of course, then a employee came up to him and said, while well, you're making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives, Latham said. Uh, we have to deal with the marginalization that's come from 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. I mean, ultimately, there's just... the Kanye has done a lot of things in his career. Some that you can, you know, kind of take to heart. Some that you can't. But this one is pretty unavoidable. Like, that one's just a bad statement. And it's hard to just shrug to the side. Mm-hmm. And kind of rightfully so, there's been... A ton of fallout. I mean, everybody has been, you know, there's been a big cancel Kanye movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's really split up fans in Mm -hmm. the biggest way he's Mm -hmm. ever done. I mean, there's been weird fallout from this. I mean, he had death threats from the Crips. That's recently been worked out, I guess. But I mean, Uh, he got the the Crip counselor. Yeah, and they like squashed the beef. 
Okay. Um, but it's just like, oh my god, like so many things were bad. He tried to clear it up, didn't work. Um, also, just a quick point to make. Um, a lot of people look over this or then, like that they cut it out. Mm-hmm. There's like a part of the video right after the guy, you know, the guy's really emotional. And yeah, he's, like, yeah. All that shit. Like Kanye goes and like talks to him and actually like listen. He actually like it's not it doesn't make it that much better. But he does but, like, try he, to yeah. like have you seen that? Have you seen yeah. that part where he tries, he tries to love like, so like, apologizes and then gives and... him like a hug and yeah. stuff? And I'm like, oh, Kanye is like he did fuck up. Like he right. did make a huge mistake. It was a bad statement. Uh, I don't really think he believes that. I think that Kanye just fuck it, just say shit sometimes right. and he falls. And it's just like he's it's what he does. Cause it's that's just, like the worst case scenario of what he does. That's the thing. Like I think a lot of this, a lot of the bad stuff is coming just simply out of ignorance, which is perhaps like the most frustrating part of it all. Is it's mm-hmm. not that like Kanye is like a bad person or like a, even like a Republican who just like thinks all these conver- conservative things. Because even like going back to the Ti thing, you know, Ti talked about like what they talked about, and he was like, guys, you have to like think that like. Kanye doesn't even, like, really think of Donald Trump as, like, a person. He's more of, like, thinking of his, this idea that, like, you know, you can use Twitter and use these things to, like, make yourself the president. And, like, he talked about how, like, Kanye didn't even know about, like, the travel ban. Um, I'm sure they didn't talk about, you know, the transgender ban because that's a whole nother thing to get into. And I'm sure a lot of other rappers would say things to get themselves canceled if they had to bring that up. But... I think he just, like, doesn't know anything about politics or anything about these. So Mm -hmm. he's just, like, seeing this idea and he's, like, trying to... I don't, he's just trying to like create think, this idea. I don't think it. it I think he, he he knows. He just doesn't listen. Yeah. Because I think plenty of people are telling him. Right. Oh, like, especially now. <laughs> no, no. I think people have been told him before. I think Kanye is just like a very much a person who like he stays in his lane. He thinks the things he does. He thinks the things he does because he thinks he's right. Right. And he thinks that like people. I don't know because he always had to fight for everything his whole life. Right. Like, he thinks that, like, if he stays, like, his, his, everything successful he's had in his life was him believing in himself. Right. And continuing to work hard because he, like, he knew he was right. And right. it worked out very well up to this point. Yeah. <laughs> in, which, in which the worst parts of that have come out. In which he's, like, he's not, li- he's not listening anymore. He's right. just, like, in his head. So plenty of people are, it's not, it, it is ignorance. It's not, like, being naive. Right. I think it's definitely him not paying attention to people saying stuff to him. Right. Because he thinks that he has the right answer and that, like, he's been, people have said bad shit to him before, and then he worked it out and came out on top. And it's happened multiple times. Right. So, it, I feel like he's just, like, sticking to his guns. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just... I'm, and his guns are really bad this time. It's so, not a good look. So, this is where we're at, I think, with Kanye. And yeah, it definitely, it's just like, he's, he doesn't know about a lot of this stuff, but he thinks he's right about certain things, so he's going to ignore it because he thinks he's right. Right. And so, what, what it comes down to is, I, I, I'm not sure what this upcoming album is going to sound like, and my biggest fear is that, like, him saying things like this is going to, like, if he, you know, because he did have that one freestyle where he tried to say some conscious things, so I'm just wondering, like, What's going to happen if he tries to say some conscious, you know, things about society on this upcoming album? And I'm just going to be like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm going to ever believe that side of Kanye anymore. And that kind of sucks. So we'll see what happens going forward with this new album. I'm definitely still going to give it a listen. This seems like almost like there was, I remember with To Pimp Butterfly, there was an interview with Kendrick Mm -hmm. beforehand that people got really mad at him for. Do you remember that? 
It was like what it, he said, it was like one of those things where he said that he kind of like blamed like black people for like putting themselves down and oh, not like okay. enough yeah, self love yeah. and stuff. And then people got really mad at them. Right. But then they listened to the album came out and everyone like listened. Oh, okay. I don't get what he's trying to say. Yeah. Because like it was specifically like I mean it was <laughs> it's was worse now, but it wasn't great then. I right. think there was like a recent police shooting and stuff, and they asked for his opinion. I think it was like a GQ interview. Mm-hmm. So it was like a really bizarre statement from him. But then his music it kind of contextually like helped you figure out. Oh, this is what he's trying to say, as opposed right. to like you know he, he just like. The idea of it, he just wasn't given enough time to contextualize what he was trying to say or word it, right? And I feel like if Kanye wants to, to, to return to form or people to like respect him again, he needs to pull off something like that with an album. Yeah, I mean, and then the track that we listened to has not really proven anything to me. He has not given us anything so far, but we shall see. He's in Wyoming cooking up something, and boy, it needs to be twice uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy if it's, he wants to come back it, it's really crazy too because kanye at the same time is a very collaborative person who does listen a lot if you hear like anybody who works with him right he literally like every song is just and it, like it creates it's like a group of people in a room and he listens to literally everybody's opinion right, right? like I, I think where my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like people delivery people would show up and he'd right. bring them in and just i'd show them a song and just ask them what they thought right and he would listen so it's just like a really bizarre thing because like i don't know he's, he definitely picks and chooses his stuff so i don't know he's complicated he's kanye west so yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's just like a really interesting thing so i don't know whether i think kanye definitely is capable of change and of like changing his like i don't know what he's trying to say and whatnot right but i don't know maybe he can like kind of recontextualize because the idea of like people loving listening to each other isn't like a bad one it's just like the way you're going about it is terrible it's rough yeah. Really, really rough. In the most, like, look at me, obnoxious way. Yeah. So, we'll see. Also, yeah, I think we brought up this, uh, Katie bring it up, but then, of course, like, you cannot ignore the mental uh, illness aspect of Kanye. I mean, it's confirmed that, like, you know, whoa, what did you kick? My dog is, like, rolling down. Oh, wow. No, so, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely, as, as we said before, with Kid Cudi and both Kanye West at the same time, they both... Uh, they went to, I don't know, seek help and stuff. Right. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem like... It seems like there is something definitely wrong with him. Right. And, I mean, he is coming off of an opioid addiction and a lot of different things going on Mm -hmm. in his life. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, it's just a mental breakdown and that he will... I mean, he talked about his opioid addiction, like, last... Like, two years ago, too. Well, he talked about his opioid addiction in Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo, yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) We shall see. We'll see what happens next. But uh, speaking of mental breakdowns, it seems uh, Lil Xan not doing so hot these days. After Shortly after the weird XXL rejection video he posted, uh, he then posted... And after the diss from... And after the, the diss John, from John, John Daly, Daly, he uh, posted... He left Twitter because of it. He did? <laughs> he left Twitter. Oh, okay. And then somebody was like, you couldn't handle that John Daly diss, huh? Scratch it. <laughs> Slave to my management. I'm a slave to everybody. I don't get control of my license. 
I don't get control of my bank account. I don't get control of shit. I can't even drive that fucking car. They put it in the basement so I couldn't take it. I know I don't have a license, but if I have someone with a license, I can take it. So fuck everybody. This is mental fucking illness. I don't care. Make fun of me. Make fun of me on the internet. I don't give a fuck. Look at this shit. $150,000. $150,000. You want to see some? Look. Look that shit. You think John Daly saw this video and feels like kind of bad? Or what? No, he's like, I did it. <laughs> he's like, I did it. I broke it. I won. <laughs> I got it. I succeeded against <laughs> Lil Xan. All right, son. So, <laughs> like, son, give me a hug. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean... I don't know what Lil Xan's going through right now. Apparently, he's going through a lot. I mean, yeah, it's been... It seems like mental illness, but it also seems like a kid's tantrum. Yeah, he's just kind of like... I think he got taken advantage of because he's... Label-wise? Yeah, I think he he got kind of... I mean, it, it's unfair because music industry sucks, obviously. Especially right. labels and whatnot. And I think he got played. I think his label fucked him over. And probably signed a 360. Yeah, probably signed a 360. <laughs> or, or didn't sign one, I think is what Joe Rogan's thing, wasn't it? No, you're not. You don't want to sign a 360. You don't want to sign it? Because it means they own every like thing that you put out. Okay, so I think they probably signed one of those. Yeah. And um, now he's frustrated and mad. And he yeah, they took the his hands away. So rough. he's frustrated. I don't know if it's necessarily... I think probably the way... It, it could definitely... Like, this video comes off more like a child's tantrum than, like, a mental illness Yeah, it just person. has this nice car that he's keying yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. he's just, it's... like, frustrated with his label. I mean, he probably saying it was mental illness, but, like, it comes off more like a whiny kid. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just more not good news for Lil Xan. We'll see. Hopefully he figures it out. But uh, speaking of people who have figured it out, it was Met Gala season uh, just last week. And uh, Nicki Minaj made a big old announcement saying that her next album, Queen, what is, she wearing? is dropping this, wow, this little cool. outfit right here. Nice one, a good one. Was she supposed to be like a witch or something? I don't know. Who made it? It was like a fantasy thing, wasn't it? That's, why, like that's that. why Zendaya was like a knight. Oh, is that what like the theme was? Yeah, you didn't know. No, I was just seeing all the. Uh, it was Catholic. It was, it was Catholic uh, church and like. Yeah, because uh, Rihanna wore like a pope hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, really it's Catholic. It's Catholic that. church. Yeah, it's definitely Catholic church. And she was dressed up as like one of those knights of like the the, the Templar. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Like, I don't know Templar. I forgot what their exact names are. Paladins, I guess. Or yeah. work for for, uh, fucking, pope. <laughs> Something like that. In the olden days. But shout out to the Met Gala. The Met Gala seems pretty cool. A bunch of famous people hang out and chat and beefs get squashed and announcements it's get also made. A, it's also like a charity. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a charity event. And it seems pretty That's cool. like the reason. What <laughs> charity does it go to? Do I don't know? know what it goes to, but it's a charity event. That's like the idea. It just became like a side thing just like to show off and be cool. But like it's definitely, it, it's like a charity. Oh, and she was dressed up as a crusader. Oh, she dressed up as a uh, crusader? But, um, she, or I think she, Zendaya he's talking Zendaya, about. Yeah, crusader. Oh, this is specifically as a crusader? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of things happened. Uh, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B squashed their mild beef, uh, if you're into that. Uh, Taylor How Swift they... and Katy Perry squashed their beef. And, uh, but back to the hip-hop aspect, uh, Nicki Minaj announced that her album with those two singles, Barbie Tings and Chun-Li, uh, will be arriving on June fifteenth. It's gonna be called. Queen. It's called Queen, and so, and I can't wait. I, yeah, I mean we'll see because uh, the two singles are okay. 
So we'll see what the rest of the I, album is like. I think Chumley's really grown me. Yeah. I like Barbie Teenage is okay. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. But shout out to the Met Gala. Met Gala's cool. It's doing its damn thing. Um, but this is really interesting. Tidal had a major accusation thrown at them saying that they faked hundreds of millions of plays for uh, both Kanye West, The Life of Pablo, and Beyonce's Lemonade album. Um, but it's kind of interesting, because here's the thing. The numbers are a little suspicious. Um, I think it said that... Um, the paper interview that person, blah, 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 blah. It said, like, like the numbers just seemed very inconsistent and off. Like, Re- it said... Real quick, Met Gala is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute of New York City. Oh, hell yeah. So, it, I, the idea of it is that they have a theme, people dress up as a costume or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I think they auction off some people's, like, costumes or whatever. Oh, hell yeah. And all the money goes to support that, so... There you go. Fuck yeah. Um, whatchamacallit, it said, like... Uh, the Life of Pablo was streamed 250 million times in the first 10 days it was available. It also claimed last year to have 3 million subscribers, meaning that each year, uh, each user on the platform would have played that record 83 times in order for that to be true, which sounds kind of a bit much. However, it is said that the people who you know came out with this story is a Norwegian newspaper that has clearly had it out for uh, Jay-Z, calling him a crack dealer uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, said something else about the com- the person that works for Title calling him, like, an Inri- Israeli, like, um, <laughs> intelligence officer or something okay. like that. So it sounds... I can see both sides. I can see the fact that it's just a smear campaign from this weird Norwegian yeah. newspaper that doesn't like Jay-Z or Title, But... At the same time, I'm like, those numbers do sound suspicious. Those numbers are weird, but I think another thing, I don't know, I don't know if they match up. Maybe they inflated. They did, I think they did inflate it probably a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also like free trials that a lot of people did to listen to these albums that's that true. they're not thinking about. Oh, that's true. And a lot of there's a lot of subscribers so if it's that three mil- aren't there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was three mil- million like consistently, like annually, doesn't necessarily account for the people who just signed up. Because I think I signed up for like a week. Yeah, that's to true. Listen to Life of Pop. Pablo and Lemonade I got um, through other means. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good-ass point. <laughs> so, I'm not saying, because then this has a lot of people still to do that, but, like, it, I think that's one reason to add more um, numbers, yeah. for sure. No, that's a good-ass point. I think it is a little petty from this weird Norwegian newspaper that just I, seemingly has it out for Jay-Z. Yeah. But, um... As far as other uh, streaming service news, uh, Spotify making a huge play here, deciding to pull both R. Kelly and XXX Tentacion from any corporate playlists or any, you know, Spotify sponsored yeah, product. Makes sense. And yeah, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, here's the other thing: is the the thing that people are looking at. I think it's obviously it makes sense, right? Is just it's more so what are they going to do? next or in the future because so far they've taken down r kelly and xxx tentacion two people hard to pretty defend you know it's like it's hard like r kelly should have been canceled in like 2003 Mm -hmm. so like it's pretty like no one's siding with r kelly in this xxx i guess because his his like accusations haven't been confirmed yet but it's still like i mean the fam he did it it's not a good person 
So I get it. And then also it wasn't brought up in mainstream news, but on the underground side, Tay K's music has also been pulled for, you know, the fact that he's a murderer. Um, so his music has been pulled as well. Um, so uh, breaking news real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardi's dropping album today at midnight. But Playboy Cardi? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. God damn. Um, shout out to that. Was it called anything? Uh, it just he just said Cardi album at twelve. Damn. Well, holy fuck, ladies and Today, gentlemen, get just ready said for it. that. So that popped up on my phone. Just I was we'll like, talk what about is this? that next week. Yeah, I mean the album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like it's an announcement. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> no, no, the album. Um, but which one call it? Um, but yeah. So the thing that people were bringing up that in addition to that, that it was like cool. These three people, yeah, probably shouldn't advertise their music. Spotify. Yeah. But then they're like, well, who else are you going to take down? Are you going to take down Gene Simmons? Are you going to take down, you know, various rock artists who've done questionable things? Power Bottom, um, Mm -hmm. Brand New, people who've had other sexual assault allegations put against them. So they're like, all right, this is a good move, but there's a pretty clear underlying, (laughs) like, all the people who you've taken down so far look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So they're just making sure that they're going to be accountable for all aspects. That and makes not sense. just, you know, yeah, I definitely agree. R&B and hip-hop to. artists. Yeah, for sure. That that would be fucked up if they did that. But yeah. Or even Dr. Dre, people said they haven't taken down his music and he's been accused multiple times. So it's just, it's a tricky slope because you kind of have to, if you're going to do one person, you got to do all of them. So then it becomes a tricky Wait, what slope. Wait, what did Punch say? Punch said, yeah, it's a super sensitive topic. A conversation needs to be had. It has way too many variables. Because, yeah, it's it's a slippery slope in terms of, you know, who else? You, I mean, technically, Michael Jackson has some pretty sus sexual assault mm-hmm. allegations. You yeah. can take all Michael Jackson's music off your playlist. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. But, I mean, it, it's also, it, it makes sense, too, because it's just the playlist side. Like, yeah. you can still listen to the albums yeah, on yeah. Spotify. So it's just... We're choosing not to with promote XXX, these people. Maybe that, um, yeah, definitely because a lot of these other people fall within the same accusations. I think R. Kelly. If it was just R. Kelly, I think it'd be more clear cut. Right. Be like, all right, come on. Like, no one <laughs> would give him. Like, okay. Yeah. Because I think XX does have more similarities to like the people mentioned above, and it is weird that there's them too. But again, I don't. I don't. I'm like, I don't know. Sure, get them all. And it's like, don't, they don't, I don't know, Michael Jackson doesn't need more money. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, so he's it's fine. just like, like, none of these people, Gene Simmons, whatever, they're like, yeah, stop it. But definitely, like, there are two people who are, like, hot right now. Like, like people who are, like, people are watching. Mm-hmm. And um, especially, like, R. Kelly right now, since a lot of more right. stuff is popping up. And XX is just, you know. But also keep in mind they did take A. So there's also the confirmation of who else did they do that just the news didn't pick up. But mm. oh, they did they did take they K. did take a okay. they took off his music off. Have they playoffs. taken anybody else that's not like not black? I don't know yet. I just know those three and I'm like. Don't take care of like three songs. Like they just he has a good amount. Really? Yeah, because okay. then he like in retaliation made a playlist oh, okay. of like all the stuff he has so far. Mm. But uh, I mean, obviously he only has maybe one or two like hit singles that mm-hmm. are charted. But um, he has other shit. Um, but yeah, so it's just a matter of who else are we going to do this for? Spotify, you've, you've put yourself in an interesting, uh, position, so we'll see. You're taking a stance, so you have to follow yeah, through. Yeah, so you have to follow through, so we'll see. 
Speaking of taking a stance, uh, DJ Khaled took a pretty harsh stance on something you wouldn't expect. But this is interesting because I feel like there's a lot to unpack besides the obvious statement. Um, and it's that this is an interview that came out four years ago. This came out in 2014, just for context, everyone. And I think it's kind of interesting because it already like shows you like where you at. Like it just shows that like just four years ago we didn't have cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like interesting to see that now this is like brought up in terms of like oh cancel DJ Khaled because yeah. he's like shitty. Whereas like it's weird that we like didn't bring this up. When this happened at the peak of his career, this is, like, when he became Snapchat famous mm-hmm. and blew up the app and, like, people started yeah. to, like, care about DJ Khaled again. Yeah. And then we let this one go. It's on The Breakfast Club. Everyone watches Breakfast Club interviews, and we just let this one slide. But uh, for a nice little reminder, let's get in the time machine. And uh, this is what he said. I believe a woman should um, praise the man, you know, the king, you know, if you... If you hold it down for for your woman, I feel like the woman should praise, and and the man should praise the queen. But you know, my way of praising is called how <laughs> was dinner. Um, you like the house you living in? You like all the clothes you getting? I'm taking care of your family. I'm taking care of my family. You know, putting the work. They say like, you don't go down. Nah, never. All of that to say you don't go down. Come on, need the box. Come yeah. on, Khaled. Oh, oh, you don't need the box. I thought man, that's what holds you down was about. Nah, well, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, in life, or nah, you try to nah, never take. I, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't. Not even like my birthday. Nah, listen. Christmas. She gets. She gets. Put in that work. My, my work is great. You know what I'm saying? Like I do my. Well, so now she told you she don't do that. Is that okay? I'm not, it's not okay. Because, <laughs> because you know what I'm saying? I'm and confused. So you gotta understand I'm the dawn, I'm the king. You know what I'm saying? And she's Everybody's the queen. The king of the house, huh? She's the queen. Of course. So I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. It's different rules for men. You know what I'm saying? You know, you gotta Whoa. understand, like, you know, we we um we, you know, we the king. You know what I'm saying? So we you know there's some things that y'all might not wanna do or wanna do, it gotta get done. What does that mean? I just can't do what you want. He's always kind of cryptic. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotta get done. Yeah, would he he kill somebody? Like, what? Does he force it? Um, Anyway, but yeah, just a fucking horrible interview that somehow got slipped under the radar until now, but it's real bad. Because it's like one thing to like not be going down, but he just makes himself look so bad with it. Like, he's like, (laughs) he's like, not only do I not please my wife, but also, she should just be grateful that I bought her this house and these nice food and, like, shit like that. It's just, like, so petty and, like, such an I, asshole. I don't think this is canceled material. I think he's just a dick. Yeah, I'm just like, That's he's just what a Katie's dick. asking, is this canceled material? I, I, I don't know. He's just a dick. Like, yeah. I like, don't know. That's I think, all it really is. Like, like, the thing is, do we, we're surprised. For me, I very much have this, like, aspect where I'm, like, cancel culture is, like, if you do things that are, like, irreparable yeah like irreparable or like you should be in jail like those things yeah. are like cancel culture like what x did what weinstein did mm-hmm. you know louis ck things like that where it's like all right <laughs> like that's like you're kind of done but this is just like dj cal is an asshole don't support him like mm-hmm. that's i don't know listen to his music if you want yeah like, he's just not a cool person like yeah i don't know what to tell you like that's all i can really get 
out of this. I mean, it's the same thing. We're going to bring up Lil Dicky, that time in that one song. He said he doesn't go down on women because something about lip herpes or some shit. It was like mm-hmm. a very roundabout mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, we gonna, no one's bringing that yeah, up. We all know that Danny Brown goes down on women. Yeah, we, he had a whole, he song, a whole about song about it in it. intimate detail, so you mm-hmm. don't have to question that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, DJ Khaled sucks. Did you not know this? That that's he's, all I can he's really a dick say. And he's weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's. We knew this, but I just thought it's funny that this came back up again, and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, the Breakfast Club is hugely monetizing up this. They yeah, like Katie's bringing up. It's like I'm not gonna get feud when I hear him on the radio. Well, you'll hear him for like three seconds because that's all he says. Yeah, DJ, like, DJ Khaled. That's all you're gonna hear. Then you'll you hear got. like somebody you like, like Rihanna. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. So it's not even like DJ Khaled sucks. We knew this. Moving right along. I think this might deter certain people from working with him that's true and that's literally what his whole thing is about so yeah. he needs to do some damage control if not he's gonna fuck he up. needs to start eating the box yeah he said yeah he, <laughs> he needs to film it and put it he, needs to, he needs to put online make a deal at Pornhub yeah. they're yeah. opening up new directors they are so DJ Khaled get yeah. in there he do. let's go go for it the time has come buddy um but yeah we'll see DJ Khaled sucks moving right along this one's weird uh Kodak Black Main whose real name is oh I'm gonna struggle with this one, uh, Dyson Octave, Dyson Octave. I'm sorry, I, I blew it. Um, but he's decided too complicated for me. I don't want it. I'm doing a clean slate. Call me Bill <laughs> K Capri, and he has legally changed his name to that. So Kodak Black's real name now is Bill. Uh, and he'll obviously can you keep... change your last name? Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Chucky's real name is Odwara. It's not. We're not Japanese. Oh, I didn't know. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no, his last name is really Odwara. Wow. Like, on Mark, all of his documents. So Mark's brother. Yeah. Yeah. My like legal brother. <laughs> you just switch your brother. last name to Odwara. That'd be wild. <laughs> That'd be crazy. We should all be Odwara. We'd all be Odwara now. Yeah. But yeah, you can change your last name, you can change whatever. I mean, I don't know what the K in his like middle name will be now, but Kodak. he's now Bill O. A probably to be honest. Yeah. Uh Bill Kodak Capri. Uh is now his full name. But uh he's coming off of, you know, a lot of legal trouble. Uh so I don't know what, you know, sparked this other than wanting to have a fresh start in why Bill. <laughs> Bill, 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 Bill. Uh, it's weird. Uh, uh, it's it's a wild one. So, uh, yep. Way to go, Kodak. Um, yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah. Now it's time for the motherfucking review part. Um, let's get into this shit. Starting off with Block Boy JB coming through. I think from Memphis, Tennessee, right? That sounds about right. Everyone, just agree with me. No one fact check me. On this, I'm pretty sure he's from Memphis. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, word. You don't, you're not cool enough to have a Wikipedia page yet, Block Boy. Damn, that's tough. Memphis. Memphis, thank you. All right. Um, but yeah, coming out from Memphis and kind of just going from nowhere to top where to the top of the top. Uh, I mean, he's had you know, top. three or four mixtapes come out. Uh, no Austin brought him to me as the, the guy who has the two song um and i thought that song was wild and ridiculous and wasn't really sure where that man was gonna go and then i woke up the next day and he had a song with drake so i was like fuck me uh, i guess this guy is doing stuff 
And sure enough, that song boosted him up big time. He then followed that up with another single with 21 Savage, also pretty good. And uh, now he has I wasn't new... impressed. <laughs> I like that song. I still I, like that I song. Still do, I still, I still, I still, I still, I still skip, I still, I still skip to 21 Savage because I think his part is good. Damn. I think Bob Boy sounds bad on that song. I like it. Um, but this is his first kind of commercial um, uh, mixtape post kind of all the final fame that he's finally received. The final fame? All the fame that he's finally received. Uh, okay, the final fame. I was like, <laughs> the dead. final fame. That's <laughs> it. Um, and, you know, we got 18 songs, <laughs> a little long. But, uh, no, overall, I like it. I like a lot of the songs. I think he has a certain energy and charisma. And, honestly, lyrically a little better than most people in this genre. Uh, so I like a lot of it. He's still not, like, amazing. No, yeah, I mean, no, he's... Like, there's some really dumb lines. N- Nas, he is not. But, um, in terms of this genre... But they're kind of funny, like, even yeah. if they're bad, even if they're, like... Like I said, there's a, le- a certain level of charisma that, yeah. I don't know, I don't yeah. judge it as much. Um... But overall, production's pretty hype. That Tay Keith man he works with quite a bit, who gets shouted out <laughs> a lot in this album. Yeah. Pretty solid. Um, overall, there's some songs that seem kind of freestyle-esque. It almost seems like he like recorded it on a cell phone. It kind of comes mm-hmm. up in like no Velcro, I think the beginning too. Yeah. Um, but overall, overall, I thought as far as like, especially a mixtape goes, I thought this was like a good intro. Like where I was like, I don't know much about the old mixtapes, but I was like, all right, I feel like I know what JB's about. I get the style. Yeah. I even get kind of content from him with left, right, and the outro. Um, I got more than just, like, the usual shit, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I thought the features are all great. Even Moneybag Yo, who I know pretty little about at this point. Um, so I thought it was a pretty decent intro. It's nothing too crazy, nothing too wild, but mm. I definitely wasn't bored for 18 songs, which I thought I was supposed to be. I mean, there's some songs in here that I'm like yeah. but um Left Hand is a great song about, Left Hand's a good one yeah about his best friend his, his best left friend. hand cause I got a left Mas- hand yeah so yeah. Uh, I think it's the hardest song about masturbation <laughs> I've ever heard and there's some some hot lines in here you face got? defeat like flip flops mm-hmm. <laughs> yep these kids give them tricks and some animals <laughs> I'm in the hood with a whole bunch of animals damn <laughs> Fire flames right there. <laughs> if you just read it out, it, it, it I, I want to do like spoken word poetry. You face for this. defeat like <laughs> like flip flops, <laughs> and you can go all day with those. Yeah, I they're, mean, there's so, plenty they're so of them. goofy. And there's something about the delivery with those dumb lines that because they're like, like bad, I, they're like dad bad jokes. Yeah, so like he's kind of funny, like goofy. It's kind of like tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's like you can't seriously say some of this stuff. <laughs> face defeat like flip flops is like I think one of the dumbest lines I've heard it's, this year. It's but it's so feeling. funny. <laughs> it's a feat, like it's literally a dad joke. Yep, big. <laughs> it's one hundred. It's through and through a dad joke. Defeat defeat like that. So yeah, block boy JB. What does JB stand for? That's a great it, question. It stands for July Baby. Do you, that, <laughs> no, not I was like, did you confirm that? Black Boy July Baby. JP for Jamaica Plain. <laughs> JP, whoops. Oh, JP. Oh, my bad. Oh, that's why I didn't get the fucking Wikipedia. Ah, uh, James Baker. That's his name. James Baker. He's on the block. He's, mm. he's, the, he's a boy. He's a boy. And he released this mixtape. There's 18 songs on it, as we've said. 
And there's some questionable songs we got like Asian bitches or whatever. It's like yeah. this weird like. It's got this line where it's like I got an Asian bitch and she and, wants like, something some fried, with fried rice, rice or something like, like that. I'm like ooh. A little problematic. And a whole song. So I kind of felt like listening to this, um, especially like for the first half before I even realized something somebody was on this project. I was like, this guy just sounds like the southern version of YG, like. Huh. And then YG shows up, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it kind of seems just because, like, he's so authentically himself, and he's so okay. very blunt and forward, and he kind of just, like, he's kind of, like, taking kind of, like, an old, like, southern rap, and right. kind of, like, being, like, a more modernized version of it. For sure. But, like, kind of, like, a very stripped-down kind of fun version, which, um, and it's not necessarily, he's not very introspective, but he's very honest, I think is part of his deal. I don't think he's as honest as YG's more here to have a good time. I think YG's not necessarily always there to have a good time. <laughs> I think he sometimes he has points to make. I mean, YG's more political, I guess, just because he has a song called "Fuck Donald Trump," right? And he has another song about like corrupt police and stuff. But like, um, there's like a forwardness, like an honesty, a lot of times with Black Boy JP, and alongside with his charisma, that make a lot of songs super fun, and all the beats are, have a lot of really great energy. And um, that lasts about ten songs. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then for the final eight, I was just like, Pleh. and there's some like, there's still like, I think left right I liked, and then I I thought the outro initially I thought perhaps like the formula of it I think got a little stale to me, mm-hmm. and I think you should have switched it up. And the outro because it was like a iconic sample there at the end, right. and I was like, ooh, and then I heard him like rap over it, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> And then I listened to it, and I kind of liked the way like he was talking about. It, it seemed interesting, but like it, he, it just didn't sound right to me. Yeah. And I was like, "You gotta work at rapping on different things." Yeah. <laughs> and so it seems like he, he he had a thing, and it worked really well, but it went on too long for with eighteen tracks. Yeah. And I feel like if he just filtered it out, and then perhaps I don't know, worked a little. I, he just sounds off. To, I don't. Does it just sound weird to you on that outro? Cause yeah, because it, it sound, just happens after yeah. seventeen tracks. You're like, oh, all right, we're good to do a sample yeah. based song, yeah. and then it's like, right. and he's not great rapping over it, and, and it's like weird too, because I, I was like, oh, you're, like, you're actually trying to like talk about certain things. Yeah, like, he talks about where he's from, yeah, like, yeah. people in his life. So yeah, I like for felt sure. bad because I was like, yeah. All right, like this is cool because like we're getting some content here, but like, don't this isn't like your your beat style. Like no, I was no. just like, all and right, it's not like you're showing like being like I'm like, wow, he sounds great on this. It's like no, you don't sound great, right? But it's just like he he's kind of like very like, and then like, he does the regi- outro thing, regimented like yeah, he does the outro thing <laughs> where he's like, woo, this is the outro, I am done. It's the outro, yeah. So he does like he does like his kind of like uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. like very like scattered, not really like flowing, especially like this type of stuff. Like you need to have like um, you can't just use the same type of rapping flow that you were using for for seventeen tracks, right? I do think like it is repetitious, a little bit, but his charisma does carry through. I think yeah, I did. I think he does rely on similar flows a lot of the time, but the production is great, and he sounds great. He they very work really well together. It just seems like he's like a like a three trick pony to me. Right. And but he has he, it seems like he needs to expand a little bit and be able to be like more versatile, or he needs just to slim down the Slow track down. list. Yeah. And just like put it twelve to ten tracks. Because and... for me, I was definitely like, yeah, you're right. Like I think you said it perfectly. Where I was just like, he just did something and he did it well for a little while and it just went on too long. Like someone 
I'm someone's got to like tell people who, especially in this lane, like a Playboy Cardi or just like people who just solely like you do one thing really well. That's only like you can't give me 18 tracks of that. Like it's just too long. It eventually sounds the same. It's like a same. streaming thing because I think they're yeah. Because I know like it money. is monetarily wise a better decision to do more tracks now, which is just unfortunately killing albums. Yeah, and it's very um, much killing albums. But it's Shrimp just, Life Three. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I can't wait to listen to what 28 songs it's, or some shit. It's so many. Um, <laughs> but. Shout out to King Atake, Best Lurker, 2018. <laughs> gang, 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 Mondo Cool Emote. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, because there, there was a while where I was like, wow, this is working out. I was like, turn up, cool, look alive, great, none of that, great, good time, good day, cool. Yeah, I was having a great time. Asian bitch, questionable yeah, yeah. chorus, Rover, but I was like, okay. Rover, I think, Rover. yeah, I think I had two songs there. I was like, yeah, Shoot, I loved. Shoot's shoot, great. Shoot's definitely like one of the biggest highlights of a song I didn't listen to beforehand. I like White and I like Nike's. Song. Yeah, I like those three. So and, then we get And then Mamacita, Mexico, No Velcro, I kind of like Left, Right, I do, No Chorus, I don't remember. No Chorus is just stream of conscious to go, goes on too I just long. don't remember straight, straight drop I literally features man I think so it just ends on such a whimper yeah of like these four songs that are like not memorable and like and the last one's memorable but not in a good way right and yeah it just kind of like peters out so it seems like it, this is not like a full project to be listened to just like pick out the, the features and the people you like on it and it does that really well right so I'll give it a solid like I because of that I'm a, I agree. I'm going to give it more of a high because I think, like, his strong suits, I really am like, wow, Blockboy JB, there's something here. Like, he has a unique um, cadence and charisma. Yeah. That, um, the songs that work, have. work really well. Yeah. So I think he's definitely in the right direction. I'm not for rating him specifically. I'm just rating this is the experience of listening from beginning to end. That's fair. Because I agree 100%. Yeah. I think he is unique and I think he does have a lot of talent. I just don't think this is. Uh, Shows, I don't think, hard to get I don't think it shows him off, and I think it paints him, especially towards the end, not in a great light. <laughs> so it's because if I listened to the first like eight tracks of this, and I would, I would have been like, "Wow, guys, we should. This is great. Yeah, like, this is good stuff. This was a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm. so it's just album construction, which is a whole big issue right now in the industry because of streaming services and how they work. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was, you know, in terms of Blockboy JB and what he's doing and what he's accomplished, I thought it was pretty solid, and I'm. You know, happy to see what he does going forward. I hope he figure he fine tunes some things um, going forward, and you know, maybe trims some of the fat. But overall, pretty decent debut. I think these like or artists I guess it's not a debut. specifically, I can't call it that, they're not like I don't know. They're never even were going to come in with the intention of like creating out. They're they're single people. Right. Like, they want that's what they want to make. That's true. And they want to make out like money. They're not having coming with the concept or fully like. But I'm like, like figure album. it out like Lil Pump did. So yeah, because like Lil Pump, like you would have thought would have been that. I would have thought that Lil Pump would have had that problem. Yeah, but, but it's it. pretty much an album that, unfortunately, the last song. But it's like for the most part, an album I can listen through completely, like no issue. Yeah, and it's also not long, and it's a good. I remember the what was the other album that was twelve? I remember it was like two. It was like oh, fuck. What did we review last time? Last week. It, the last two weeks ago. What was uh, it? Well, last week was Lil Xan and Flatbush. Or no, last week was J Cole. Oh yeah, I think I like I appreciate J Cole's album just because yeah, it was that was short. a great great. Length. I think in terms of length, that's like an ideal length, especially yeah. like yeah. So even though like we weren't huge on the album, I did respect the brevity of it. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because yeah, we both said that like we didn't have a problem getting through it. It was not no. that like wasn't our issue. I could put it on and just listen to yeah. it. Like I'll be fine. And this is over in like thirty minutes. 100%. And I'm like, this is yeah, it's fine. This is as long as I would want to listen to this. So I feel like he went the. I mean, obviously J Cole's like. 
you know, a more album focused artist. Right, right. So he was like aware of like that 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 yeah. pitfall. <laughs> That's more true. so because like it, yeah, more so than them, like Block Boy JB or like um, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty for sure. Were um, I think Smoke Perf album was a little too long. long. Migos is way too long. And shrimp, and so you, you can assume that shrimp like the triple to, album. And the triple album is a bit. It's like <laughs> it's, a bit it's almost like a parody on the idea of like that they're too long now. Mm-hmm. It's like let's make three fucking three albums. fucking albums and try to expand our brand. It's mm-hmm. like, but yeah, uh, let's move on to to Post Malone's Beer Bongs and Bentleys, yeah, so I'm which just, is like a horrible title, and it sounds really like the douchiest, title. most like frat boy title for an album. That. All right, here we go. Let that, me get in the. Let uh, me get in the Post Malone real quick. Uh, he's white. Post. <laughs> Post Malone. He has braids. White guy. He's kind of chubby. Um, very hillbilly esque in terms of his uh brand and style. White Iverson. Um, he kind of just. He's really interesting because he came out and boy is there you know boy he looks so much older than he is yeah it's crazy he's younger than us but he, he looks, looks like he's old. 30 he looks 30 <laughs> <laughs> he looks straight up 30 and he's 22 yeah he's two years younger that's crazy than me and three than you oh my god um born in syracuse new york raised in grapevine texas uh the man kind of blew up on the scene with just the single i mean yeah, white, white iverson, iverson came out and he just exploded it came out to it, crazy it, heights. And it, it was doing well. And then I don't know what the fuck. I, mean, I wasn't paying attention. I don't know what happened. But, but it, it just... Fucking, it fucking seven, a year later blew up. Blew up. And yeah. it was just outrageous. And I think a lot of people... He kind of has the biggest argument for Industry Plant. Because mm-hmm. at least like Blockboy JB, I know he has other mixtapes that no one listen, yeah. listens to. I know that... You can't find Post Malone music before White Iverson. Like it's just White Iverson came out. And then but he blew a, up. There's a thing though, like labels will go on and they'll delete all the old yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, so it's like that's what it. just so there like could have been there could have like been a lot of stuff. But yeah, but that happens a lot of the time too. Yeah, like I was it um there's like even shows with like sketch groups and stuff that mm-hmm. they like a comedy sketch groups if they get a TV show often they'll delete like a lot of their sketches and mm. stuff. I mean depending on their deal on stuff just to, so they can have like a clean slate when they put the thing out right right and. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that with a Post Malone. I, my only argument for him as an industry plant is that, you know, he isn't, like, the best-looking dude. Like, no. he just seems like, I don't know, it seems really wild that this, I don't but know, like, he specifically seems weird to me. I think, here's my, here's the thing. I think with Post Malone, he's become incredibly popular. It's unbelievable. He broke, you know, all the Billboard records. He beat the Beatles, Drake, all these people who had huge Billboard records in terms of having... The most music on you know the Billboard Hot 100 of all time. Like he's, it's him now. It's now Post Malone. Think of every iconic musician you've ever heard of. Yeah. Post Malone has technically beat them. So I mean, he's just in terms of popularity, it's incredible. And I think to be honest, some genius industry A and R or whatever figured out this perfect formula that we're we're in this time now where hip hop is the most popular genre. And someone was like, hey. Let's take, you know, a white guy and who can kind of rap. And we have this formula of he knows how to make a catchy song and it's rap. So you get this part where you have this person who's automatically relate- more relatable than most rappers because he's just, you know, a white guy. 
And so he's also like a schlubby white guy. He's a schlubby white guy, and so he can appeal to more people. Uh, I mean, moms can listen to Post Malone. There's just like a more a wider range of the people who can listen to his music than like a Twenty One Savage. Because mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage is gonna peak. There's gonna be a point where you know, I don't like a thirty five year old white lady isn't gonna necessarily listen to Twenty One Savage, but they might listen to Congratulations and enjoy it. So there's just like a bigger peak. That Post Malone gas, and I think that's therein lies this little larger problem where I think Post Malone doesn't necessarily care about music like hip hop in terms of like the music and the style. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's a man who grew up playing Guitar Hero, learned how to play guitar, and really likes that type of music. And I think that's very apparent because going through this in my first uh listen through, I came in honestly. This was like a big album for me because I was like, this is going to decide how I feel about Post Malone. And it has done that, but it's also made it more confusing. But so I came in like, all right, here we go. What's going to happen? And it started off interesting because with Paranoid and Spoil My Night, I came in and I was like, whoa, I really like these first two songs. All right, we're starting off good. Um, You know, Paranoid kind of has content talking about, you know, the things with fame that he has to deal with and Mm -hmm. this kind of world he has to be thrust into. He's a 22-year-old dude from fucking Texas. Um, what's up, Ohio, Sean? Um, and, you know, there was content. I was like, whoa, this is more depth than a usual Post Malone mm-hmm. song. And then Spoil My Night came on. And honestly, I just really like Spoil My Night a lot. I think it's just very catchy and just mm-hmm. very fun. I mean, there's some questionable, like, lyrics that are kind of corny. But overall, I thought, I mean, wow, this is Jumanji this. Rock song? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Jumanji Rock one. Yeah. Um, yeah. She Got Beautiful Boobies. Yeah, yeah, She Got Beautiful Boobies. Um, yeah. Trey Lee says something corny, too. I can't yeah. remember it right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. So, so um, Rich and Sad is where you dropped off? But or? no, but then it gets into kind of what I'm talking about, where it's like, it at his best, he can be very catchy, but there's always like a lack of substance, because I feel like this isn't like the type of music Post Malone really wants to be making, so he struggles in terms of like, making it you know i don't know have substance or meaning it's always just kind of generic or you know catchy and just kind of hip-hop buzz buzzwords mm-hmm. um rich and sad is kind of cool but zach and codeine and you know certain things and it kind of as it goes on we get more into this you know songs that just have that are either catchy at their best or generic and lack a certain amount of substance so what's your for like like taking shots is one or what taking shots just kind of like cool it's not like necessarily bad but it's there's not much to it and then you know you'll have like a rock star which is kind of catchy or you'll have an over now or you have a cycle that's really catchy um Mm -hmm. and things like that but then ladies and gentlemen something happened and it, it opened my eyes to a larger, interesting problem with Post Malone. You're talking about the acoustic side? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, got, we got to this song. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, the 808s were stripped away. Uh-huh. Suddenly, it was just guitar yeah. and a bass. Uh-huh. And what we got was Post Malone giving arguably his most beautiful, well <laughs> song. He actually said a song that meant something. There was a deeper layer to the music. A yeah. story of a complex relationship okay. that he didn't know what to do with. I love this story of this evil this album. <laughs> I didn't expect this twist. We got 12 songs in, ladies and gentlemen, and I got the song that actually sounded interesting and unique and had a point to it. Uh-huh. And I realized, wow, it was because it's just a rock song. <laughs> It's just a guitar track that Post Malone probably wanted to be making this whole time. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it made it, it took this thing that it was like a, it, yes, it was an album highlight for me. And I was like, boy, I really like this song. Yeah. Probably the only song I repeated. Um, but I was just like. So you didn't repeat any other song? I mean, Spoil My Night 
and uh, I mean, I guess I've listened to Psycho a lot just okay. because of radio and stuff. Um, 96 Four, I kind of like. Um, I like same bitches. <laughs> same bitches could be cool. Actually. Even G Easy, like, I don't even like. Yeah. I didn't hate, which is weird. I was like, even though I think he's in jail now. I forgot what happened with him. Some, yeah, something we didn't, crazy we didn't happened. Report, to we didn't report it, but like I guess because we didn't care. But yeah. like something happened with a gun. I think. I think he got like gun charges or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But he like got past it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Okay, so but, yeah. So yeah, what so do you, what do you end came up? out, and I was just like, whoa. I, and I felt like it just explained a lot of things where uh-huh. I'm just like. This other music, like, it's not you. Like, it's not really what you want to do. Whereas, like, Stay felt very natural. It felt very good. It felt very well-crafted. And I was just like, damn, I wish you didn't have to fall into this, like, industry uh-huh. push to, like, you make rap and it makes you blow up because you there's such a large spectrum of me- people mm-hmm. who will listen to it. Yeah. And it's just popularity-wise. But I was like, man, I wish low-key someone just gave you a band and you just made more songs like stay well I, I, at the same time i don't know i think if he made songs like stay he'd be fine because there's just like a definite market for that like but then like, he would lose a lot of his hip-hop art like that's, that's true i mean like if he audience. if he released a video for stay i mean like if he could get on that i mean he's not gonna appeal to the sean mendes fans right. particularly because he's not like a good looking guy that's true so I, it's, but yeah, I think that would be like if you didn't see him, I think that would appeal to the definitely like that crowd right. and whatnot. Because it's like definitely like a better version of like Shawn Mendes. Yeah, or like that he has type like a of, really good voice. Yeah, he's a beautiful voice. Guitar and everything yeah, sounds guitar great. sounds great. It's a great. It's a it's immaculate like acoustic pop song. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I guess I'll start speaking my way. Mm-hmm. So I listened to Stony a bunch of other things, and I always thought he was kind of boring. Uh, I thought he made catchy songs, but I think he kind of like just kind of like mumbled and didn't really have like a lot to him. And I would say that this this album switched up my perspective on him mm-hmm. quite a bit, and also like my expectations. So I kind of like the idea of him being a pop star more so than a rap star. Right. Helped. I mean, that's so definitely like in makes terms of substance and stuff. Like I don't. I think I wasn't entering this thinking I was gonna have. That I thought I was gonna enter with like just pop songs that were way too long or like or annoying, and I would say like n- I don't think any of the songs were like annoying to me. Yeah. Like they were like there's like some lo- dumb lines and stuff, but like in terms of like production and like like pop song writing, like they're almost all of them are almost like immaculate. Like they're perfectly like radio songs. Right. Like you cannot like this whole album. I get why it went like three times platinum based off of just like it's like immaculately produced because there's album. so many songs that could be singles <laughs> they're all perfect they're all tight like perfectly done pop songs like mm-hmm. they, they don't get they're not too long they're not too short they have really catchy great hooks and there's not a lot to them but they have like an idea or thing a lot behind all of them even if they're really stupid like yeah. rich and sad is a stupid one but i love the chorus for it because he's like super catchy and right he actually shows i think more of a range of emotions in this album than i heard beforehand and he shows more versatility with his voice i think for sure in the acoustic song but i would say the other ones but too. yeah there's a lot of de- i yeah. would say overall there's a lot of variety there's more voice. emotional depth in terms of like how he uses his voice mm-hmm. and like conveying like how he feels about things even though like the subject matters themselves are pretty bro and fratty like i'm yeah. not that's what it is like this is like literally like bro fratty party music right like, but, like, I don't know, the industry plant and having the money and, like, the right people around you, like, they were able to craft songs that are really catchy. Mm-hmm. And so I think I fall in this weird middle ground where, like, I appreciate 
Like, I don't, I'm not necessarily against, like, a 12 album, like, because it's not even that long, like, it's not even feels too long to me either. Yeah. And, uh. It feels a little long. It feels like, ah, huh, it feels a little, but it's not, like, I this feel This like, section is a little rough. I got cause, oh, because I do, I like, like, those songs. I like 92 Explorer, and I, I, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like Candy. I think this is okay, and Sugar Wraith is fine. Like, yeah. I don't think any of them are bad. I don't think, I don't think there's necessarily, like. I don't think there's like a like a song that made me like like cringe or like yeah. There's like nothing. There's no like horrible track. Like there's no this is bad. Like, there's I no could, like must skip. Like I could listen to this whole album like and be like fine yeah. at the end of it. Like I'd be like oh okay because it's all very digestible and not and like unless you like you're averse to like stupid lines then like I think you can listen to this whole thing because there's just dumb lines. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, uh, I think. I think it's impressive what he did in creating this kind of like it's literally just like I'm not saying it's thriller or something like that yeah. but it's conceptually I would say similar because really it's like this album of just like immaculately produced pop songs right. that like all of them charted and they like they're not like deep but they're really catchy great songs mm-hmm. and I think the intentions of this album were very much the same or similar yeah. it was just make really catchy songs and have them in a row and i think there is like the outliers of like the, the acoustic song and stuff to expand right. a little bit and also i had quite a bit of like variety so like yeah for sure like uh i think i appreciate that aspect i there are like everything negative i pointed out i also dislike from this album like mm-hmm. but i'm saying like there is like it made me view this album in a different light and like what it was trying to do as opposed to being like i'm not trying to like find out more about post malone in his life and stuff. Right. i'm fine with like did they make like was this like a, a pop like album that like that every song was just like catchy and it worked at least around a theme or an idea yeah and i'll say yeah i think it definitely did do that yeah for the most part and he definitely gives off way better performance than i've heard beforehand yeah too. i mean this is definitely more of a thing where i'm like okay i'm leaning more towards i really like post malone i just thought it was like really interesting where i got like all these songs that were like catchy mm-hmm. and generic and then I just got this one song <laughs> that just kind of snuck up on me. It's a little deeper. It's like, not Whoa. that much. I don't know. It is oh. nicer. It's not that much deeper to me. <laughs> it's not like soup, but it's just like wait, like it's just like a weird what could have been. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, huh? Imagine if this was Post Malone and not because it's just there's only one song like it <laughs> on the album. It I just comes about, out of I think, nowhere. I think other side is not. I think the lead into it actually weirdly tracks. Helps, yeah, because yeah. it's like a, a softer song. I think other side is like a softer song, especially the way it ends. Where's the oh, song? Man. You're listening on Web Player Chrome. This web browser. Oh. Yeah, so it's like a like. Uh, oh. Mm. This one's like the weird, like, pseudo Imagine Dragons yeah. style. Yeah. So this one's kind of wild. Yeah, so it's like. As opposed to this, like, pure. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, like, but, like, but, like, it, it cuts into it really well. That's true. I think, to the end. Like, it, the tracking on this album, I think, is pretty decent. Like, the, um. Yeah, it's like all that you know is all that you are. 
you were listening to say. So yeah, he definitely. I would give it like for doing what it does, and like I could like I put on I went back actually to quite a few songs just because mm-hmm. they're catchy. Like a uh, was it the Sway Lee song? Yeah, uh, Psycho. Uh, stay. I like rich. I like rich and sad quite a bit. I think it's really catchy. Yeah, that was post, Katie. I think rich and sad has like one of my favorite hooks. I throw it all away. Oh, like yeah. I was just like, oh, I throw it all away. It's kind of like it reminds me of congratulations. Yeah, it's very much that vibe. So it's also also like to, to his credit too. I don't think he's ever overshadowed too much about his by his uh, guests on his songs to me. I, I, they still like they feel compliment most of the times I think they compliment them I think Nicki Minaj kind of felt like tacked on yeah a little bit to her song <laughs> we stopped listening to Stay um <laughs> uh, but yeah um everyone kind of works well within their songs and whatnot. Yeah. so I, I think a song that I like an album that I, just, I really expected to go in I didn't I was negative yeah I was not excited to listen to this like it kind of won me over with it's just kind of like I mean, it's literally just pop music, and it's, like, well done to yeah. me. And it's not annoying, and it's catchy, and it's not cringy. Yeah. So, and it created a pretty decent album out of that. So, I'd give it, like, a high, high low, cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Um, I think, where, like, I, I've kind of said it before, where I was, like, I think Post Malone is kind of this first example of, like, the first kind of true pop rap artist where yeah, it's just kind of sure. like this is 100 like it's not really hip-hop but technically it is yeah but it's very much and there are just rappers pop. on this too yeah and there's rappers yeah. on here so i'm like, but it's very much just pop and it's done pretty well yeah. so i have to agree i'm gonna give it a low cool um i thought there was a lot of cool songs in here that i definitely want to go back to um wait so that's what you gave simmy too yeah but I, I was like more so a high like it was like high kind of low cool you give me what? What? That's that's just two are far apart. There's like medium. Yeah. White high low cool. Like a, I definitely enjoyed this album more than than uh, Black Voice. Yeah, I, I enjoyed think. this more. So, um, I give this a low cool. Yeah, I give this a low. I give this a low cool. Black I feel cool. weird just because it's like manufactured, most manufactured pop music. Right. But like for its intentions, like. I mean, he gives off like he he tries. It's yeah. not like him like coasting on it. Like he's legit trying. And I don't know, like people. I don't know who's in the room and whatnot, but they definitely pared down the songs because it's not, it's not eighteen. It's like fourteen songs or, or, or whatever. It's eighteen. Is it eighteen? It's the same amount. Oh boy, then it flew by. Yeah. <laughs> and and I guess it's sonically like I think the production is like, like these are perfectly produced. Right. Like 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 pop songs. Like they're not any more so than that. This is a, oh, this is kind of like the. Yeah, but yeah, I like Nature Explorer. I think Jonestown I didn't like. The interlude. Just like random. Interlude. Yeah, I actually didn't like that. That was like one I. I think I skipped that. And I think Candy Paint and Sugar Wraith are kind of like a weak little ending. 
Yeah, I did wish this capped off on a stronger note. If it had, if it capped off on a stronger note, it would have been a cool to high cool. But mm -hmm. I think because like this is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh... Oh, I love how even it was funny because I was listening to the same bitches and I didn't mm -hmm. see who the guests were and I was like. Boy, this sounds like a YG song. And then he and popped I, up, and, and you're know, like, oh. and, and he shows up. I think this happened twice, where, where I was just like, oh, it sounds like YG would be on this. And then, and then YG, again. and then the whole song, like, it did, even the normal beat sounded like YG, but they're like, we'll make it extra, like, West Coast. <laughs> we'll really put YG yeah, we'll on make this them, Yeah, we'll put it on Yeah, so, like, like this, the song is dumb. Like, like it's like a stupid song. It's just like, yeah. what is this, 4 million? Four million? Population of 4 million, how I see the same bitches. Yeah, it's like stupid, but like, it's like catchy. Yeah. And that's what it, this album is. That's like my review. It's like stupid, but it's catchy, and it does it really well. <laughs> yeah. But then there's Stay, ladies and gentlemen. But Stay, but stay is like kind of like this. It's It definitely is like the pop version of what it is. It's right. like pop music in that realm sounds like that yeah like it sounds and it's about like around what that sounds like 100 so it's like it's not i don't think anything here is avant-garde or any out there absolutely at all. not i think it's immaculately produced for radio play yeah everything here and i can't say if any of these songs pop up on the radio even can you pay sugar Ray, i'm not gonna be like change i'll be like eh, whatever mm -hmm. and i'll let it go by because it's not Bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's either average. It's either really catchy or it's okay. Over when it's really catchy, it's really catchy. It's really catchy. So he, I don't know. He's got a good ear for it, or he got somebody who's with him who's got a good ear for it, and who convinces him. I don't know who's in charge. Whatever but, they're doing, they got the formula. Yeah, they figured it out how to make a rap pop star like this, and they they did it. And it's I don't know if it's good or think, bad. I don't think I don't know if it's good or bad as a whole. For but if I'm just like rating this by just a set of songs that attempt to be pop songs i think it was successful yeah and i don't know whether or not i like post malone more but i think i do have a little more respect to like him as like a, a song. i guess like a song craftsman just because mm -hmm. like i think he does really got in like a formula that isn't like i don't know it's not too predictable in terms of like melody and stuff because he switches it up enough that like he can consistently make catchy, unique, like, he can use his voice in unique, fun ways. Right. Because it's not samey. Like, it's not just, no. like, the same formula every time. There's no. different tweaks there's de there's different, different There's different moods in the way he, like, the does the, the choruses and stuff. Like, he a little different emotions more so. I think mm -hmm. in Stoney, it was kind of, like, all kind of, like, kind of, like, this uh, formula uh, 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 like pop and he really fucking like in terms of emotional range just like showed it like off like he can sing right. he can show like like he can not he can I don't know he almost felt like he was too cool to be emotional before mm -hmm. and I feel like he kind of opened up more so to talk about Definitely. like 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 to really showcase like his range because there's think. even angry songs like blame it yeah. on me and yeah. shit like that so I, I yeah so I, I feel like I am like praising him a lot just because I think that the, the fact that he took some of the thing somebody like i didn't really like mm -hmm. and i'm not a big rock star guy or anything but listen to this as a whole i was like oh okay i yeah. get it i get them and he's not um boring which i think is a huge plus yeah. for him I, for me I, I was entertained throughout which i was so surprised that i think that's why i think i was i was expecting to give this probably like an eye or a low eye or something mm -hmm. probably because as i heard it was like pretty good but listening to it i gotta say pretty good pretty slow. Slow, so cool if you don't, but yeah, if you hate like pop rap, like stay away. Like, yeah, it's not gonna convince like, you. Of anything, no, it's not yeah. gonna convince you or anything. Like just, just stay away. Like 
Yeah. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to a Post Malone concert or anything like <laughs> either. Like I'm just saying, ah, he did what he was trying to do, and well, and I'm yeah. gonna hear him on the radio, and I'm not gonna be mad because I think he did the work. Yeah. He put the work in, or they put the money and the work in for it. Absolutely. And I think that about fucking sums up this episode. Post Malone, not so bad after all. Yeah. Blackboy JB doing his thing. He's great, unique, and great. Uh, just needs to hone his craft. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, another episode of Mono Cool in the books. Everybody, thank you for listening. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that shit. We love you. Another episode in the books. Um, we started six forty. So this is like a long one, right? Yeah, I think so. Man, but it's almost two hours. Bye. Only five minutes.